Hello, and welcome to An Encouraged Heart. This is Cynthia, and thank you for joining me for Bible study. I'm in week six of Jesus Experiencing His Touch, and as you know, this study covers Mark chapters one through six. If you have not had a chance to purchase your study guide, please go online to Preset Ministries. In the meantime, please grab your Bibles and turn to Mark chapter six. We're going to, as always, begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've given us, Lord, to um, study your word. And we just ask that your spirit would be in the midst of this Bible study. I pray for wisdom, for understanding, and help us to apply in our daily lives all that we are learning through this Bible study. In Jesus' name, amen. Please turn to page 77. And in the observation section, it says here, our last information on John the Baptist was that he had been taken into custody. Now we are going to learn what happened after that. Um, as far as the markings for this episode, we're going to mark every reference to Jesus with a cross. We're going to draw a box over every reference to Herod, including pronouns and synonyms such as the king. And we're going to draw a squiggly line under each mention of John the Baptist, as we did earlier in Mark chapter 1. Okay, so again, we're in Mark chapter 6. Today we'll be looking at verses 14 through 29. Okay, and King Herod heard of it, for his name had become well known. So Mark, Herod, Mark his um, for Jesus. And people were saying John the Baptist has risen from the dead, and that is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. So mark John the Baptist and mark him for Jesus. Okay, verse 15. But others were saying he is Elijah, and others were saying he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. So mark he and he for Jesus. Verse 16. But when Herod heard of it, he kept saying, John, whom I beheaded, has risen. So mark Herod, mark he for Herod, and mark I for Herod, and also mark John. Okay, referring to John the Baptist. Moving on to verse 17. For Herod himself had sent and had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, because he had married her. So here should have marked Herod and the word himself for Herod as well. Um, should have marked John for John the Baptist, mark his um, for Herod, and mark he also for Herod. Verse 18, for John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So here you should have marked John, Mark Herod, Mark you for Herod, and your for Herod. Verse 19, Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death and could not do so. So Mark him and him, referring to John the Baptist. Verse 20, for Herod was afraid of John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man. So far you should have marked Herod, John, as for, for John the Baptist. He referring to John the Baptist, holy man referring to John the Baptist. And he kept him safe. He refers to Herod. 
him refers to John the Baptist. And when he heard him, so Marquis for Herod, him refers to John the Baptist, he was very perplexed. And the he there refers to Herod. But he used used to enjoy listening to him. So Mark, he for Herod and him, that last word there, for John the Baptist. 21, a strategic day came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his lords and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. So here you should have marked, of course, Herod. Mark his, referring to Herod. Mark his, referring to Herod. Verse 22, And when the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you want, and I will give it to you. So going back, you should have marked Herod. Mark his, referring to Herod. King, referring to Herod. Me, also referring to Herod. I, as well, referring to Herod. Okay, verse 23, And he swore to her, Marquis for Herod, Whatever you ask of me, I will give it to you. So mark me and I for Herod, up to half of my kingdom. And mark my, of course, for Herod as well. Verse 24, And she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. So mark John the Baptist. Verse 25, immediately she came in a hurry to the king. So Mark, um, king, of course, referring to Herod, and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. So going back, you should have marked you, referring to Herod, and of course, John the Baptist marked that as well. Verse 26, and although the king was very sorry, so Mark king for Herod, Yet because of his oaths, mark his for Herod, and because of his dinner guests, mark his again for Herod, he was unwilling to refuse her, so mark he for Herod. Immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded him to bring back his head, so mark king for Herod, his for John the Baptist, and he went and had him beheaded in the prison. So of course mark him for John the Baptist and brought his head on a platter, mark his for John the Baptist, and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. And the last verse, when his disciples heard about this, they came and took away his body and laid it in a tomb. So his and his, of course, refers to John the Baptist. Okay, uh, we had quite a few markings there, so I'm going to reread the text without interruption. Okay. Again, beginning at verse 14. And King Herod heard of it, for his name had become well known. And people were saying, John the Baptist has risen from the dead. And that is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others were saying, he is Elijah. And others were saying, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he kept saying, John, whom I beheaded, has risen. For Herod himself had sent and had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, because he had married her. For John had been saying to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. 
Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death and could not do so. For Herod was afraid of John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. And when he heard him, he was very perplexed, but he used to enjoy listening to him. A strategic day came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his lords and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. And when the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you want, and I will give it to you. And he swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give it to you, up to half of my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. Immediately she came in a hurry to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And although the king was very sorry, yet because of his oaths and because of his dinner guests, he was unwilling to refuse her. Immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded him to bring back his head. And he went and had him beheaded in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about this, they came and took away his body and laid it in a tomb. Hmm. Okay, um, we're going to now look at some discussion questions as we uh, re-examine the text. The first is, who did people, including Herod, think Jesus was? What does this tell you about their belief in respect to life after death? Well, some of the people, including King Herod, thought Jesus was John the Baptist who had come back to life, that he had risen from the dead. Others thought that Jesus was the prophet Elijah. Um, so some believe that it was possible to come back to life after death. Okay, the next question what kind of a witness was John to Herod, and how did Herod feel about John the Baptist? Um, well, John the Baptist certainly spoke truth to Herod. Um, as we read, John the Baptist admonished him for marrying his brother's wife. Uh, we also read in verse 20 that Herod was afraid of John, and he knew that John was a righteous and holy man. Um, he did um, choose to keep him safe even though Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted John put to death. It says that when Herod heard him, he was very perplexed, but at the same time enjoyed listening to him. Um, the next question, in a few words, why did Herod kill John? Just from reading the text, how do you think Herod felt about it? Okay, um, we read in verse 26, um, let me go back there for you. Verse 26 says, And although the king was very sorry, yet because of his oaths and because of his dinner guests, he was unwilling to refuse her. Okay? So I believe um, this tells us um, why Herod chose to have John killed. And we know that Herodias um, instigated this because of her grudge against John the Baptist. Okay? Question number four says... What lessons can you learn from John's beheading? 
Well, Herod allowed himself to be led astray by Herodias, um, even though he respected John um, the Baptist, even though he respected John the Baptist as a righteous man, um, he chose to carry out um, the promise that he had made to Herodias's daughter, even though I believe he knew that it was wrong. So the lesson here is that we um, have to be willing to do what is right in the eyes of God and not worry about trying to please man, okay? Um, and there also, I believe we learn, um, there will be times that we will face persecution for standing up for what is right. Okay, and the last question here says, Mark is a short gospel, yet the writer gives a lot of detail on John's death. Some believe Mark was motivated to write because of concern about the increasing persecution under Nero. If that is true, how might learning about the events detailed in these verses help his readers? And how might it help believers living in today's culture? Well, again, as followers of Christ, um, we can expect to encounter persecution for standing on the word of God and for doing what is right. Um, again, we are we are told to fear God and not man. Um, and the Bible clearly says that. Um, you may want to look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. So it clearly tells us that we are not to fear man, but fear God only. Okay. Um, so I'm going to um, conclude our study for today. I hope that our time together um, has spoken to your heart. Um, I pray that the Spirit of the Lord has ministered to you and spoken to your heart. Um, if so, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend. And please be sure to subscribe to my podcast or YouTube channel. And don't forget to click the bell next to the subscribe button on my YouTube channel if you would like to receive notifications when new Bible studies are, are uploaded. Take care, and I look forward to you joining me next time. God bless.